Ahoy! Ahoy! You said I could start, so here we are. Ahoy, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Halifax podcast. Melody and Foreman in the morning. So says us. Yes. We talked this week to a literal life-sucking parasite. We introduced you to at least some of the singles you can expect to meet at the big singles mixer coming up on Valentine's Day. We entertained you with some of the greatest love stories in the HRM. And have the best way for you to get the best Valentine's Day gift for your loved ones and help out everyone affected by the earthquakes in Syria and Turkey. A little bit cringe, but funny. Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. Is it it or they? See, you said it. Is it it? Aha. But it's they. Aha. I can't. Ah, we're Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. Melody with child. Yes. Yeah. A baby inside my tummy. <laughs> but uh, is it is it an it? As we were just demonstrating again, it's an it. No, they. They. It, it is an inanimate object. They is a human pronoun. And then this whole thing started because I was telling my mom about our ultrasound, which was yesterday, and, and how... The baby has been kicking. They kept me up all night is what I said. There's more than one. <laughs> and she said, I think it's okay to say it. And I said, no, it's, it's not an it. It's confusing. When you're uh, an adult and you prefer to be called they, I understand that you're a singular human person. So that's not confusing. I don't know what's going on in there. So if you say they, I immediately think at least twins, if not more. Just... I just, it's just, it's so weird to me. I don't, and no one seems to be on my side about this. Well, who's this? It's Andrew. <gasps> Andrew! It's a call from Andy. But he calls himself Andrew. It or they? I think multiply, because I think people are just going to interchange them. And, and hear me out, Melody. I'm hearing. They will always be an it for the rest of their life because it's going to be a life-sucking parasite <laughs> that you will love to the end of time and give up your own life for and always will. Wow. But they are. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew. They're even better. Like my 16-year-old is sitting beside you giving me the side eye. <laughs> Andrew has not had his coffee yet. <laughs> I love all three of my children to death, but they suck the lifeblood out of you. Yeah. Just make sure we get in the obligatory. But we love them we so love much. We love them. Wouldn't change a thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for calling. The, well, the phone, actually, the phone's ringing again. Oh. Who's this? It's Andrew again. <laughs> I to thank you, folks, for giving me the forum to be the best dad that I can be. That no sooner aired, and my oldest Lillian texted me, "Life sucking parasite, huh?" <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Well, well, um, you may or may not be surprised to learn that she also texted us. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Lillian. Good morning. <laughs> or should we say, soul sucking parasite? <laughs> Actually, let's let's go through the direct quote from your father, Andrew. They will always be an it for the rest of their life because it's going to be a life-sucking parasite <laughs> that you will love to the end of time and give up your own life for and always will. Nice to be talking to a life-sucking parasite. <laughs> <laughs> the firstborn parasite at that. Oh, oh, the oldest parasite known. <laughs> Um, do you do you have a response to that of some kind? I agree. <laughs> do, you, do you have your own your own kids, Lillian? I do not have kids. Okay, no, but you but just agree that I, you have been a life sucking parasite. Oh, one hundred percent. You've no, you're not contesting that in any way. No. <laughs> <laughs> and you're also fine with it too. It sounds like. Oh, I am one hundred percent fine with it. <laughs> What would you say has been the most uh, parasitic thing that you have uh, had your parents endure? Um, probably calling them at like 3 o'clock in the morning saying, I'm in the ditch. <gasps> <laughs> With their car, they probably. They the wrong car to work. Oh, oh no. Man. Oh. oh, no. I'm to wake my dad up to come get me five minutes from the house. And of course, Dad always will. Mm-hmm. He will. He, he wasn't very happy about it at three o'clock yeah. in the morning. No. But um, 
He came. He's coming. <laughs> You're getting a lecture, but he will come. <laughs> can't help that this is what's in the headlines this morning. It's tragic, but it's true. Melanie and Foreman. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 103.5. This is Tragically Trending. We now have a little insight into what was going on between Jen and Ben at the Grammys. Right. And no, this time it's not from some crap lip reader on TikTok that <laughs> every media outlet's going to use as headlines. It's from someone who's actually sitting next to them. I sat next to Ben Affleck at the Grammys. So I didn't know the meme about Ben Affleck like being upset at award shows. Like I didn't know that was a thing. And we also didn't talk to them because Ben Affleck didn't look happy. So I didn't <laughs> want to talk to him. JLo showed Ben Affleck the phone and was like, oh my God, honey, look at this meme circulating about you. Like he knew during the performance that he was a meme. He also chose just not to change his expression. Like I love how unbothered that is. I love that. He knew, he didn't care. And you know what? I think Ben Affleck might be the hero that we actually need in 2023. You think? Yes. How often do you wish you could just say what you want to say or or just not have to pretend to be having a great time when you're actually miserable? And anyone that has a problem with his resting Ben face at the Grammys <laughs> is just jealous that they couldn't pull the same crap at the office get-together because you know that's what you wanted to do. And I'm just saying not all heroes wear capes <laughs> except when they play dad bod Batman, which Ben's <laughs> never going to do again because he DGAF about doing anything that he does not want to do. <laughs> so excited to hear what you did. I am so satisfied because of what someone did and then allowed me to do. I can't believe you. I don't know the story yet. I just mm-hmm. know that it resulted in you calling 311. Mm-hmm. And that alone just blows my mind because it's one of those things. It's like it's like after someone cuts you off and you didn't honk just on time and oh. you're like, I honked at them. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about these kinds of things all the time where in retrospect, you're like, oh, I should have done that. That's part of the story. <gasps> oh. And when I called 311, by the way, shout out to, I believe his name is Adam, who I looked it up when we called him last February, complaining about how often the city is supposed to (laughs) plow sidewalks. I think it's supposed to be 36 hours after a storm. Uh, It depends on what what sidewalk, but yes, most residential sidewalks are supposed to be done uh, 36 hours after the end of the snowfall. There are a lot of complaints about, you know, I shoveled my driveway and then the plow came by and uh, put up an ice wall and blocked me back in again. Yeah, we, uh, well, <laughs> that, that does happen, unfortunately. I have to say you are the most diplomatic uh, person we've ever talked to. Yeah, and I got to talk to him again yesterday. Oh my God, no. Yeah, so picture this scene. You're driving along a side street going over top of the highway, one of the 100 series highways. So you're going across the bridge, and then there's an off-ramp as someone's coming off the highway about the same time as that lane is supposed to merge with yours. Okay. But you're already on the road, right? Yes. And they have a merge lane, so if it's going to be at the same time, they're supposed to wait for you. Yes. This lady did not. (gasps) And I, I was not driving, but I'm at the passenger seat, and I'm saying, she's not stopping, she's not stopping, she's not stopping. But Ashley's not stopping either because it was yesterday afternoon where it was like slush, rain, snow. The roads are thick slush. Mm -hmm. It was slippery. So we're just slowing down uh, as much as we can without hitting the brakes. And she gets in right in front of us and keeps going. But she didn't even look over. She didn't have... This woman had not the slightest clue that our vehicle was even there. Now we're going down this the road together with this truck in front of us and us right behind her. Okay. The first side street we come to at the bottom of a hill, this woman's attempting to turn right onto the side street. Although she can't, she slides off, goes up over the curve, onto the sidewalk, into the stop sign, and rides up the stop sign pole. Oh my gosh. Until it's fully underneath her truck. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> She's fine. Everyone's fine. She immediately tried to back away from the stop sign. So the truck isn't that damaged either. Everyone's fine, which is why I can say this with a big grin on my face. 
that, I was so satisfied. <gasps> and you know, that's when we made eye contact. Yeah. That's when she looked behind her to see, oh, you you can't immediately back up off the stop sign because we're right behind you. You know that car you didn't see about three seconds ago. But she didn't know because she didn't see you. She had no, no idea you were there. She was and just now trying she's to... like, oh no, you saw me do that? She was trying to haul out of there. Oh. What am I doing? <laughs> Looking at her license plate, although she doesn't have one. What? There's no license plate. Okay, this the plot thickens. Yes. All right. So I give Adam at three one one the description of what happened, and there's a stop sign down here. Here's the description of the truck, but it doesn't have a license plate, and he's saying, "Okay, sir. Mm, all right, uh, that is noted." <laughs> Do you think they did anything with it? He, it a uh, ticket has been logged. <gasps> okay. <laughs> I mean, you didn't just do it because the stop sign was down. You also oh, wanted to tell on someone. Yes, it was for me. The call was for me, not for the sign. Hey, guys. Awesome. Hey. Austin. This is Austin. What can we do? Pretty satisfying story, right? Yeah, you're one lucky duck to be able to witness something like that. Oh, oh my god! Lucky to witness it. <laughs> This woman who has written us today, though, and wants the advice of Nova Scotia's only matchmaker, Geneva Dickey from the Book of Love Canada. We are Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. And the situation today is, I have more wild oats to sow. It's a quarter after eight. And Geneva is our date. And we need you now. We're knocking on your door. Let us in. It's time for Dear Geneva now. Like, DM us on social media. Send us an email, melodyinformant at hotcountry1035.ca with your situation. Like this one. Dear Geneva, I love my fiancé. We're supposed to be married soon. I can envision myself with him in the future, but I've never really been out on my own to experience life, and I think I might also be into women. I've been attracted to a woman at work for about a month now, and I can't get her out of my mind. I want to be with my fiancé, just maybe not right now. But if I tell him I want a break to explore who I am, I'm afraid I'm going to lose him forever. Please help. Yeah, you will lose him forever, I think. Really? I don't know. If you want to be with him forever, but also want a break, in my mind, I don't think those two things can coexist. I think... Saying I want a break is the wrong way to say it, but I don't know that having a conversation where you say, you know, I've I've found myself in my adult life maybe interested in something that I never thought I was interested in before mm-hmm. and having a conversation about it. You never know. See, this is interesting because as we all know, when there's something that's coming up with relationships, and I want you guys to say it with me, you go to your partner and you... Okay, you guys aren't there yet. Have a conversation. Oh, yes. Have a conversation with your partner. So, I I mean, I knew where you were going. (laughs) (laughs) Go to your partner and just say how you're feeling. I mean, and it starts with not necessarily the crush on the gal at work or anything like that. It starts with, hey, I think this might be happening too fast. I don't know if I'm fully ready. I feel like uh, there's a lot of life that I haven't lived yet. And I really, really care about you. But is there any way we can, like, pump the brakes here a little bit? And then those conversations. Conversations can get a little bit deeper on your thoughts on uh, potentially being interested in women and and you know all that kind of stuff. But you never know how he's feeling as well. He might be thinking this is going too fast too, or he may be thinking things that you never even thought he was thinking. So it all starts with a conversation. And honestly, as that partner, as that fiance, I would be quite angry if I knew she was going into the relationships with these hesitations and never brought it up with me. Right. So it is a very unselfish thing, and it shows that you care about him by letting him in on how you're feeling about this. And if you move forward into the wedding and the marriage without communicating it, then it's, you're a bad guy. Hi, you're on Hot Country 103.5. Who's this? Hey, it's Scotty calling. <gasps> I'm Scotty! Scotty! <laughs> it's Scotty! It's Scotty! He's got a rockin' little buddy! No, he does not. Me, if it was, you know, a few years ago, many, many years ago, and I had the opportunity to, to let my wife go off and realize just how good she has it. <laughs> you know? Okay. You know, you, when you love something, you let it go. It'll come running back. 
Do you exactly. honestly believe that? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> but it's funnier when I say it this way. So now, if you're not fully into it, if you're if you're having doubts now and you haven't even bought dinner for a thousand people, then you might as well. But it doesn't seem like. I don't want to be with you. It just seems like, hey, this whole world that I've never explored, this whole side of myself, I'm just starting to realize exists. And Mm -hmm. uh, like, what do I do about that? Actually, maybe doubts is the wrong word. Maybe what I'm thinking of is she doesn't want to go into it and then the what ifs, right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. In a perfect world, you could get all your what ifs out of the way first, but nobody can and does. I don't think the world works like that. (laughs) No, probably not. But anyway, <laughs> you could try. If if she's you know contacting you guys about it, then she's looking for opinions. So I'm sure she'll she'll have it all sorted out by the end of end of this morning. Definitely, I agree with Scotty that it is these doubts that are that are creeping in into the partnership. Because if you were fully you know into your partner and ready to marry him and spend the rest of your life with him, regardless of if there was a gal that you were attracted to, it wouldn't make you want to write us and see what's going on here. So those, I think, are 100% our doubts. That's a good point. And to be that unsure to write us, which, I mean, we encourage you to do, but Mm -hmm. it maybe does point to the sign that you would like us to confirm that you should go sow these oats. Yeah. Gosh, I think we covered, like, everything. We covered, like, non-monogamous. We covered leaving him. We covered staying. We covered having a conversation. Like, we did it all with this question. Gosh, we really are experts. California man arrested after fleeing police by car, motorcycle, foot, water, and tree. Wow. <laughs> man, I wish he got away after all that. No, he definitely got caught. Ah, we're, <laughs> we're Melody Informant in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. That's just one of many headlines in the news this week that we cannot make up, but we can round up. Like California woodpeckers store 700 pounds of acorns inside wall of home. Wow. 700 pounds. Wow. Good for them. It's not as bad as the bungling Brazilian surgeons lose scissors inside patient's body. Oh, now there's a lawsuit. (laughs) Another week, another funeral home discovers dead body still alive. (gasps) What? This is like the third story in a week like that. That's my worst nightmare. That's insane. Off to Florida we go for a Florida couple stacks patio furniture on lawn to power wash home. Garbage men haul it all away. I can't even get them to take all my garbage bags. (laughs) Here they are taking away their whole patio set. Florida janitor cleaning inmate holding cell gets stuck inside for three days. Oh no. Oh yes. Oh no. To celebrate Gut Health Month, Poowong Australia changes town name to Poo Wright. Only in Australia. I, these are these are headlines that I can't make up. <laughs> no. We're merely rounding them up. Toronto homeowners returned from trip to find they've been impersonated and their house sold. What? Yes. Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> That's wild. In other Canadian news, 13 years after donating piggy bank money to Haitian earthquake victims, 18-year-old Ontario woman wins $48 million jackpot. Okay, tip karma has never come back to me in that way. (laughs) It's incredible. Wow. Uh, How about this then? Nine-year-old Pennsylvanian boy, now among the youngest high school graduates. He's nine. Wow. Like my daughter graduating high school now. Yeah. Which you would not be equipped to do. My child can't even poop <laughs> on their own yet. So Because of having to wait in line too long, Pennsylvania man pours bleach, motor oil, dish soap, jam, and syrup onto numerous Walmart aisle floors. That's literally a toddler reaction. You're not paying attention to me? Guess what I'm gonna do? Oh, I'm not done. He returns a week <gasps> later to pour bleach, pickles, and hot sauce. <laughs> few more headlines of the week left that we can't make up, but we can round up. Study finds eating less carbs could help you live longer. Not worth it. (laughs) Study finds anti-inflammatory drug turns back time, makes aging blood young again. Okay, well, you have to say turn back town when you're going to do that. I knew you would, so didn't have to. (laughs) New York man returns home to find apartment on fire and man eating his food and wearing his clothes. (laughs) 
It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Texas judge <laughs> orders cocaine trafficker to finish law school. Wow. <laughs> Naked man runs through Vegas hotels swinging toilet plunger. Swinging something. <laughs> Bloodthirsty leopard mauls people in Indian courthouse. Um... What did you think was going to happen? Why did you invite them? Right? <laughs> a few more headlines of the week left that we can't make up, but we can round up. Like, man who stole monkeys from Dallas Zoo says he would do it again. <laughs> and I'll get away with it next time. <laughs> Mass and finally, Massachusetts police want to know who stole this homemade 200-pound Shrek, Shrek statue? Who stole the Shrek statue? I have a theory about who it might be. Okay. Somebody... It might be, it oh, might be somebody. 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 Well, I thought that was going to be funnier than it was, but womp, womp. here we are. <laughs> Get what you guessed. <laughs> Not to be like a huge downer, but the news in the last week or so has been particularly shocking. It has been. We're Melody Informant in the morning on Hot Country 103.5, and it's not its not something that you and I might necessarily talk about on a regular day. No, and we don't get a lot of earthquakes around here, so to see tens of thousands of people who have lost lives and who have lost homes in Turkey and Syria, it doesn't, it's hard to even understand it at all. Mm -hmm. So that's why we have Susan here this morning from Peace by Chocolate. Morning, how are you? <laughs> We're so happy that you're here uh, with uh, the importance of why you're here, but also the gifts you brought us. Yes, I never come empty-handed. <laughs> yeah, so just note, when you invite Susan anywhere, she comes bearing chocolate, and not any chocolate, the best chocolate, Peace by Chocolate. Peace by Chocolate, yes. Yes, yes you're the uh, d director of... Uh, business Operations. Business Operations yeah. for Peace by Chocolate. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty well-known story at this point, but mm -hmm. can you give us sort of the, the back story of the family that brought this company here? Sure. It's the Haddad family, mm -hmm. and they're originally from Syria, and uh, several years back, about six, seven years now, uh, they were one of the first families to come with the um, 20,000 Syrians that uh, were invited to Canada, uh, fleeing the war in Syria. Uh, and so they had a, a chocolate factory back in Syria that got bombed. And wow. when they got to Antigonish and the uh, community found out that's what they they did, mm -hmm. the community came together and helped them rebuild their uh, business. And it's taken off from there. It's like, such a, I mean, not just taken off. They have a movie. Yes, yes. <laughs> we had a movie come out last year telling the story of the yeah. family and, and Tarek in particular. And uh, yeah, we have uh, two new stores now and our products are in grocery stores across Canada. So mm -hmm. we're doing really well. And normally part of the sales of Peace by Chocolate does go to charity already, right? Yes. So the family is committed to donating a percentage of all the sales uh, to what we call the Peace on Earth Society. So we we have uh, several pillars that we like to support in terms of mental health, um, you know, refugee awareness, uh, LGBTQ uh, awareness, and that kind of thing. So, yes, we do support a lot of social causes. And now, obviously, because of the family history, uh, you have a number of items that you're selling that 100% of the proceeds, every penny is going towards the Syria-Turkey Earthquake Relief Fund at the Red Cross. That's right, yes. Yeah. So we all woke up uh, this week seeing the horrors from the earthquake in Turkey and Syria and uh, the Haddad family still has family and friends in the area and so this really hits close to home for them mm -hmm. so we immediately said uh, we have a partnership with uh, the Red Cross and we uh, immediately reached out to them and said what can we do and uh, so we have our peace bars and uh, we have different languages on our peace bars. So uh, all of the proceeds from the sale of our peace bars uh, will go to the Red Cross. We've opened up a portal on our website at uh, peacebychocolate.ca where people can donate directly to the Red Cross. And uh, our in-store sales and online sales are, uh, for our peace bars and some other items as well are going to uh, Red Cross. So in the first 24 hours, we raised over uh, $30,000. Wow. Holy yeah. How? Yeah. And, and it's all because of the our, our great customer base and, and people who believe in us and believe in our, our story and, and what we do. So we always say we're not selling chocolate, we're selling peace. Even easier to help right now because uh, 
uh, Valentine's Day is just around the corner, so everyone's also looking for chocolate. That's right. Who doesn't <laughs> love chocolate for Valentine's Day? It's a great gift. Isn't and it? a great cause. Yeah. It, absolutely. I mean, it's it looks like a whole other war has broken out where it's like more than 20,000 families and tens of thousands of people are homeless. And, you know, it's yeah. winter there, too, right? And mm-hmm. just think about how unimaginable that situation is. Mm-hmm. It must make you pretty proud to work for such a great company. Oh, immediately, <laughs> immediately, especially with this one uh, hitting so close to home and the family themselves have had experience. They know what good the Red Cross can do. Of course. Right? They, they spent time in a refugee camp in Lebanon and, you know, they had to fl- flee the horrors of war because, you know, people like me, I grew up here, right? I take everything for granted. But when you have people like Tarek, and the family reminding you that, wow, what you have here is something special. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think that's why it resonates so much with Canadians because they go, oh, yeah. You Puts know? it in perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. being able to use the Internet for 24 hours is nothing compared to. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it does not hurt that the chocolate is really, really good. Well, I'm so a big good. fan of this <laughs> myself, too. Yeah. I think it, it, we do try and go uh, more towards the luxury side of things. Mm-hmm. to make it a really indulgent treat. So, um, yeah, you won't see me rejecting a piece of chocolate. <laughs> nope, you won't see us either. <laughs> and if people are thinking of putting together some sort of really indulgent treat for their loved ones for Valentine's Day, what would you recommend from Peace by Chocolate? Oh, one of everything. <laughs> okay. I see. <laughs> Uh, well, if you, if you happen to be in Halifax and you can go down to the Queen's Mark store, we have a, a wide selection of chocolate. We have our peace bars. We have some artisan bonbons and artisan chocolate that's a bit higher um, quality than the everyday uh, chocolate. But you can find plain chocolate bars. You can find chocolate bars with nuts and dried fruit. Uh, we have our Canada bar, which has a maple cream inside, which is one of my favorites. Oh, boy. Uh, we have a tiramisu bar, if you like that kind of coffee flavor. Yes. And, uh, you know, we have everything in between. And then the store in Queen's Mark also has treats that you can have right away and mm-hmm. indulgent hot chocolate that you can have made with real liquid chocolate. So. Ice cream mm-hmm. in the summer. Yeah. Susan, I'm a little too pregnant for this conversation right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming in. Oh, well, I hope you get a chance to enjoy the chocolate here. We you may. Will. And we'll also, we'll also be coming by the store to, to get some more. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> we can't help that this is what's in the headlines this morning. It's tragic, but it's true. Melody and Foreman. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 103.5. This is Tragically Trending. And Magic Mike, known for its menagerie of men with not much between your eyes and their impossibly chiseled naked bodies, is on to its final film. I just, I don't know how. Finally. <laughs> yeah. And according to the director, this one is not going to feature any nudity. This final film is not phallic in any, <laughs> in any way. What is the point? It's Valentine's Day and it's Magic Mike. Why did you even make this movie? Uh, Again, it's lucky that our single ladies have a wonderful singles mixer to go to because count that out for you. There will be nary a thong in sight. And instead, everyone that's going to the movie is going to be forced to get off on male vulnerability, real intimacy, and genuine emotion. Good grief. That's not what we want out of this movie. It's what we want in life. And other movies, but not this. This is first they made a movie called Magic Mike without any actual magic, and now this. I mean, honestly, I could not actually care less. I am not going to see it. But you know, like, what went into the movie, it's not that sexy anyway, according to Channing Tatum. No, but it's it's hard to look like, even if you do work out, to be that to be kind that of in shape is, is not, it's not natural. Do you have to it's, eat, like, so well? Like, yeah, you have to, not, well is not even, that's not even healthy. You have to starve yourself. Oh, my God. I don't think when you're that lean, See, it's actually health is healthy. dangerous. It that's is, why. it's true. <laughs> Truly, I don't know how people that work a nine-to-five actually stay in shape because it's my full-time job and I can barely do it. Yeah. But it is, if you work out twice a day, you have to eat completely right at a certain time. It's a, it's a specific. And that, that sounds terrible. Dealing with a man's toenail clippings is sexier than dealing with a man who is hangry. So <laughs> that's all I'd be thinking of when I'm watching it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I do feel better about myself, though, after hearing that. <laughs> yeah, so. you, there's a chance, Foreman, to stop eating. <laughs> right. Nothing but X-lax and Botox. No, X-lax and water till prom. 
Send us a story of how you met your partner, if you have one. And you can do that at hotcountry1035.ca. And if you do... We have $250 for you to spend at Charm Diamond Centers. Every single day this week. And for people who had already sent us a story, is your phone nearby? And is it ringing? And please answer. <laughs> Hello. We uh, have received a story from you, Alexandra. Uh, yes. <laughs> About how you met your fella? I met my now husband back in November of 2016. Um, I was his Tinderella. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to the auction house for our very first date for a couple drinks and then ended up going walking all around downtown. Um, and we've spent almost every single day together since. But you almost, you were hesitant. Yes, I was very hesitant because at the time, um, he was a single father to a amazing, um, he was eight months old or nine months old at the time. Um, That's an interesting age to to come into the equation for. Yeah, yeah. and I was somebody who never imagined myself having kids. So I had no choice when I met him if I was going to spend forever or fall in love with him. I had to fall in love with the gorgeous little big blue-eyed little monster that he had. (laughs) (laughs) And then you guys got married and had another one. Yeah. So I guess you are a kid's person. <laughs> Is that who you're bringing to daycare right now? Yeah, so I'm bringing our little girl Lillian to daycare, and Lillian. then our not so little big boy Lachlan to school. Aww. You know, the end of uh, the story that you wrote us says that I will forever be thankful that by swiping right, I know not only got to fall in love with the most amazing and hardworking dad ever, but that I also got the chance to fall in love with the most amazing, not so little anymore, little boy. Aww. The best yeah. buy one, get one I've ever found. You've been submitting your love stories at hotcountry1035.ca. Just like Jason has. It's, uh, it almost should be a Law & Order episode, really. <laughs> a mix between maybe like Law & Order and one of those, um, one of those like... Uh, Love you, Ari movie. Oh no! You got okay. Can you tell us what happened? I met my beautiful fiance. Uh, like I mentioned, maybe about just about twenty years ago. Now we've been uh, we've known each other for quite some time. So back in the day when I was fresh, we were fresh in the university and whatnot. We lived in uh, I lived in a crappy apartment building, and friends of hers lived across the stri- across the hall from me. So. Uh, I kind of made friends with them a little bit, and we one night we were all going to the same concert. I don't know if you remember them doing like the summer salt or concerts or the snow jam concerts back in the day. No. <laughs> I've I've been to a snow jam concert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were at uh, I think it was the summer salt one, and there was a, a Nickelback was playing, and this ah. was like on time ago. So nothing really says romance like Nickelback. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> the pinnacle of romance. So, I mean, that hair. So, <laughs> we, uh... Every time I do, it makes me laugh. <laughs> and we got ba- I got back early. Um, I was a little bit older than her, maybe by... I won't tell you how many years, but... Um, <laughs> mainly because I can't remember how old she is. Um, so, oh, no. I got back. I fell asleep on my couch watching TV. And then at about 3, 4 in the morning... Bam, my door flies open and scares the hell out of me. And it's just this girl standing there. And it's that like it's like something out of a Motley Crue song or something. And she's just standing there and she sits on my couch next to me. And she's like, who are you and why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> what did you do to my dog? <laughs> yeah, um, can I please call the police? <laughs> so, so she says, you know, who are you, sir? grilling me these questions like we were on a blind date or something. I was like, you just broke into my house. Yeah. Like, I why are you, you with the questions. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So I think it took her a second. She was like, this isn't the right apartment. I was like, no, it's not. This is not the right apartment. <laughs> so uh, long story short, we, uh, we started dating for several months after that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, but uh, after a little while, she went back to Truro for the weekend, called me. She's like, Jay, I'm really sorry, but this has got to end. And I was just like, well, I'm shocked. I thought we were having a great time. And she's like, well, you know, my ex-boyfriend just showed up at my door. And, you know, because he's a rock star, I need to leave you for him. And I was, I was speechless. Was it Chad speechless. Kroger? Uh, I don't remember Nickelback. Could have been, been even better. <laughs> so we kept in touch and stuff. We actually remained pretty good friends for uh, 10, years, 10 years or so after that. Turned out the national tour was completely localized within Nova Scotia and Cape Breton. And... You know, uh, the tour was really just consisted of an old Dodge Caravan. Ah, yes. And it wasn't as star-studded as she was hoping. <laughs> an old Dodge Caravan so, and some shady bars. Yeah, some shady bars and, you know, all that what have you. Ah, yes. So it was uh, maybe about just over seven years ago, and maybe we just both exhausted our dating pools, and we were like, well, let's give it another go. Wow. Or it was true love. <laughs> Well, the second part sounds a lot more romantic than we really tried every other option, and wow. I guess we'll come back to each other. From some light crime to just sheer exhaustion and giving up on, on all other options, this is the romance story of, of our generation. It is. It has everything, and we've been together for seven years now, and we have a dog in the house. And, of course, we want kids and all that stuff. And she's fantastic. And I love every bit of the story and every bit of her. And I'm just glad it happened exactly that way. Well, we love every bit of the story, too, which is why we are giving you... A $250 gift card for Charm Diamond Centers. This is fantastic. I can't wait to use it on myself and be like, yeah, this is what you get for leaving me. And you might have to spend another $250 of your own money to make up for this entire story. You are correct, Foreman. Courtney, you got to tell us the story. It's pretty funny. My my brother and I, um, we, he came to my place of work at McDonald's, and that's where I saw my husband, Brendan. And I was like, dang, he's cute. <laughs> so... Um, I started kind of like flirting with them, and we we have the same set of friends. So uh, we were at a bonfire, and I was my little brother said, "If you could date anybody here, who would it be?" And I said, "Brendan, but don't tell him." And I thought he would tell him, like being a good bro, but he did not. Oh. So I had yeah, I had to um, pursue him a bit, but then eventually he asked me out, and we went on our first date, which. Uh, is a pretty funny story. He uh, picked me up from my house, and uh, he was going to go to the movie theater, but uh, he didn't have any money. <laughs> so he <laughs> left me at the movie theater and had to go to his dad to get money. And then uh, we ended up having to go see Elvin and the Chipmunks because he didn't check showtime. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and he was really nervous, and I tried to hold his hand. But uh, we were both very uh, innocent children, so he was like, oh, I, I got to go get my sister. So we left halfway through <laughs> the movie, <laughs> and I was like, oh, and I totally forgot to tell um, the part where he picked me up and he was trying to make small talk, and I was super nervous, so I went, I don't talk in cars. <laughs> you still, wait, just to recap here, you didn't want to talk to him. He abandons you by yourself at the theater to go get money from his dad. Then you have to go see Alvin and the Chipmunks, but you only saw half of it because he made you guys leave to go get his sister anyway. And here we are 13 years later. <laughs> <laughs> and here he is listening to all this. And our first kiss wasn't much better. Uh, I went in to give him a kiss. I was, thought I was being sly, and uh, he pulled away not realizing I was trying to give him a kiss. I was dropping <laughs> I was dropping him off at his house, and he goes, do you want a kiss? And I thought I was playing it cool, and I went, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, our, our love story is not uh, from the movies, but it's good now. <laughs>
Well, you've been, you say you've been together for 13 years. You have two little girls now. You sound like, you honestly sound like a perfect match made in heaven. Oh, yes. We are equally awkward. <laughs> and our very last gift card of the week is going to you, Krista. We are excited to hear the story of your love story that somehow started at the lower deck in Clayton Park. <laughs> <laughs> Can you take yeah. us through it? So it was 2015. Uh, my now husband and I were at the lower deck, and after a night of drinking, he had asked me to dance a few times, and we were definitely feeling one another, and he offered to bring me back to his place, and so I was ready to go. And wow. my Yeah. <laughs> and he was a complete stranger at the time? Complete stranger. Don't judge. Don't judge. Well, I'm just trying to These things do happen. Get the facts lined up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Continue. And so he, my friend stopped me and said, you can't go home with him. It's a good friend looking out so, for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I offered to, here he asked for my number and I didn't give my number at the time uh, because I was, <laughs> Kind of skeptical. Wait. You were going to so, go home with a man, but you weren't going to give him your number. Heaven yeah. forbid. <laughs> She's got boundaries, Melody. <laughs> so I gave him my Facebook and told him that if he wanted to see me tomorrow to rate me on Facebook. And sure enough, he did, but I didn't know because that's when Facebook had a message request center that I was unaware of. <sighs> so oh my I didn't. I didn't see that message for a full year. No! A whole year! Oh my gosh, Facebook almost almost ruined this relationship before it could even start. Yeah. (laughs) So I saw it a year later, and I was like, oh my God, because as soon as I opened the message, it sent him a notification that I had read it. I was like, oh my God, I feel... Like, so bad. So I wrote him. I was like, hey, I'm so sorry that I'm just seeing this message a year later. I hope all is well. Take care. Mm-hmm. And out of left field, he's like, that's okay. So when I go on a date? Like, oh. <laughs> he's sure. just been sitting around doing nothing for a year just waiting. waiting for you. Yeah. Oh, man. So then we, we went on a date and turns out we actually went to the same high school together, but we didn't know each other. Wow. But. Yeah, so the rest is history. Now we we just got married in October, and we have a one-and-a-half-year-old. Oh, congratulations. Thank wow. you. Well, if if that weight isn't worth $250 to Charm Diamonds, I don't know what is. <laughs> it's the <laughs> least we can do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> it's all yours, Krista. Congratulations. Thank you so much. supposed to fix the things around your house and who actually does? The answer to that is my husband is supposed to fix the things in our house and his dad actually does. (laughs) His father who does not live there? (laughs) You know what Foreman? You take such pleasure in throwing my husband under the bus. I guarantee I guarantee if we called Ashley your wife she would have a whole list of things that you're supposed to fix and don't get done until the parents arrive. First of all. And you give them the dad list. It's impossible for me to throw Tom under the bus because he lives under there. (laughs) He's already there. Right. And secondly, I do things sometimes. I'm just saying, husbands, that when mm-hmm. when your wives get together with their girlfriends, mm-hmm. things get talked about. Biggest thing that uh, went wrong uh, recently was our dishwasher wouldn't drain, so we couldn't use it. What did I do? I went and found, I took it apart, I found the drain valve, and looked up the exact part number, ordered it off the internet, received it, Installed it, put it back in the dishwasher. It still didn't work. <laughs> so then I just it kept repeatedly putting more and more CLR in it, and it drains and it works. Okay, well, I fixed it. Our dishwasher Bam. is also not draining. Mm. Uh, we are in the exact same situation. He did not fix it. We knew that. <laughs> <laughs> and so now we need a pump. He did go online mm. and potentially found the pump, but it's going to take two weeks to come in. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do dishes for the next two weeks. And how long when this problem, since the problem started, how much time had passed since problem started to him bothering to look at it? A week. 
So he should at least be responsible for dishes for one of those two weeks that it takes to come in. Should, but not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and this is one of those stalemate kind of things. Yes. Because they're just going to sit there until I do them. Yeah. But his dad's visiting right now. <laughs> so I messaged him this morning. and Tom or is Tom's father? No, Tom. <laughs> and I said, hey, by the way, where do you go to pick up the pump? We need to try to get it today. And he said, my dad's going to look for it. So, there's shock a- me, shock me, <laughs> shock me with that deviant behavior. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, does this gonna sound familiar to your house, Shelley? I have light bulbs because it's a free light bulb fixture. Yes, in my bathroom that I went out and I bought the bulbs, and they have been sitting on the counter in said bathroom, <laughs> um, not put in, but. The old bulb that is crap was put up one one of the three so that you could go in and have a light. So it's a three-light fixture. <laughs> one <laughs> bulb has been changed, but you couldn't possibly have tackled the other two. I mean, I would try and defend these men in your lives, but if I did and somebody heard me doing that, I would be in big sh- Yes, I know. And you should be. (laughs) Because if Ashley is anything like myself, I am a little bit like, if I see like a a little mark, like I know that when we redid our family room, um, said ceiling didn't get um, painted because we changed the fixtures. And you can still see the circle where the old ones were. And you'll always know. that is driving me. (laughs) 3 a.m. It keeps you up at night thinking of that one little mark drives me nuts. It's a good thing you don't have many light bulbs, otherwise you'd be able to see it better. (laughs) (laughs) We're Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. It's not bad. It's actually quite common, but it's still a burden and I'm still going to complain about it. (laughs) Okay, this could be any number of things. My five-year-old daughter, Emily, Needs glasses. <gasps> oh, <Aww, laughs> she, she looks so cute with glasses. Yes, well, uh, optometrists, uh, first of all, should not give her so many options to choose from. Oh, no. Kids don't need options. <laughs> She's there last night, and they gave her like 20 pairs of every colorful, sparkly kind of glasses there are. Like, let her pick three. That's hard enough for a grown-up. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she picks some. It's fine. Um, we didn't really know how much we thought, okay, maybe she just, does she just need them for reading or for distance? It's an all the time situation. Okay. Wow. So how do you wrap your head around trying to get a five-year-old to always wear their glasses to keep them clean enough that they can actually see through them to remember to take them places, to remember to take them home from school. That's a big responsibility for a five-year-old. Yeah. Even the optometrist doesn't understand that we were saying, you know, okay, so we've got these glasses on order now. They're going to come next week. The week after, we're going to go away on a little family vacation. Ah. She doesn't. She does not need to start wearing them till the week after that, right? No, you're going to be looking for glasses instead of looking for shells on the beach. <laughs> That's exactly what they said. Yeah. Yeah. She needs them right away. We need to see her in six months, or else because it's it's to correct like one eye's compensating for the other. So if you don't do it this way, then she might be going to school with an eye patch. Oh no. Uh huh. And yeah. I get that's pro- it's fine, and it's probably pretty common. But, yeah, but I know what other kids are like. You <laughs> know what you would be like. Yes, <laughs> you'd be that kid. <laughs> you can't help it. You're also a kid. Anyway, Jennifer, you you have some experience as a mom of four kids. I understand the struggle. Two of which have glasses. Yes. Biggest tip I can give you: get your first pair from the eye doctor's place. There is the numbers. There's a bunch of numbers on the inside of the glasses frame. Go online to like clearly.ca or a glasses store. Go under the kids section and order yourself like three or four extra pairs. One in the car, one at home, one everywhere. (laughs) That's a good idea. Four four pairs of glasses for like 200 bucks for kids. Why is one pair $300? (laughs) It's actually cheaper than Costco. (gasps) Really? Instead of having them in weeks, you get them in days. What website is this? Clearly.ca. And your first pair, right on the inside of your glasses, 
there's a bunch of numbers. There's like three different numbers separated by dashes. You can actually punch that number in, and that is your fit for your glasses. So it'll only show you the glasses with those measurements. Wow. Okay, so I should, when I go to clearly.ca, I should write down Jennifer so you get your commission. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. That's great. No problem. Hi, you're on Hot Country 103.5. Who's this? Hey, guys. It's Austin. Austin! This is Austin. What can we do? Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) I was a kid, and I, even just me having to use reading glasses, I Mm. hardly ever used them. Did you ever have to show up at school with an eye patch? (laughs) No. You know who did? Zena t- just texted us, and she said when she was a teenager, her nephew had to wear an eye patch, and no. she had to go and threaten lots of kids to like that were picking on him. Yeah. So she said, if your daughter does have to get an eye patch, she's also going to need a bodyguard. Oh. <laughs> Zena yeah. offering her services. <laughs> but I do have a recommendation for you. Yeah. Um, Zay.ca. Uh, it's where I actually get my glasses now. And they're extremely cheap on there, especially for like adults or kids. Like we got two pairs, and my mom is I got my mom a set and me a set, and she's got a full like prism that she has to have in hers, and it was still under three hundred bucks for two sets. Wow. And what website is that? Zenny.ca. Z e n n i. Does kind of sound like we're getting another sales pitch here. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> A lot of side hustles from our listeners. (laughs) We want you to come to the Singles Mixer on Valentine's Day. The Book of Love Canada, Geneva Dickey, is hosting a giant singles mixer for ages 25 to 45 Pacifico on Valentine's Day on Tuesday night. Uh, you can buy your tickets at bookoflovecanada.ca or win them with us. People have been texting all morning, and that includes Ashley, who has been texting us. So thank you for joining us, Ashley. What what What's happened in your life that brings you to want to go to a Valentine's night singles mixer? Well, because it doesn't sound like I'm going to have any other plans, so it seems like the place to be. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it will be the place to be at the Pacifico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Valentine's Day, ages 25 to 45, like 300 people are going to be there. That's got to be pretty good odds, right, Ashley? That's amazing. Well, we want to get to know a little bit about you. Yeah. And maybe okay. some other people who will be there will will hear and think, hmm, she sounds like my cup of uh, Bailey's. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you're drinking a single. I don't know. Whatever what you're you, drinking. What would you do? What's what your, you if drink? you're walking into the Pacifico Singles Mixer Valentine's Day, you go up to the bar and you order what? Uh, let's see. I would go with a rum and coke. All right. A classic gal. Rum and Coke, classic (laughs) Ashley from Bedford. (laughs) We have a few more questions, and then then everyone else will know what they're getting in for, okay? Absolutely. Ashley, what's something that you like doing and that you're good at? Ooh, something I like doing. I like going on adventures, and I love bowling. Bowling! That sounds like a first date activity if I ever heard one. I would be into that for sure. Yeah, but beware, you're good at it, so your potential date is going to lose. (laughs) But it'll tell you a lot. If they can't handle losing to you at bowling, of all things. Yes. And you chuck them like a bowling ball. (laughs) There you go. Ashley, what would you sing at karaoke night? Oh, that's a tough one. I'm really not a great singer at all. I'm more of like, um, I'm I'm a a cheerleader. I can cheer people on at karaoke. Any amount of rum and coke's getting you up there? (laughs) Well, possibly, if if I had enough. If I were up on stage at karaoke and I sang, if I had a million dollars. Oh, I'd be front row. I'd be front row and I'd be be your biggest fan girl, for sure. But would you then repeat? Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, you can participate. (laughs) What is the best sandwich? the tough ones at me. Oh, these are. These are the most important things you could ask your prospective partner. Yeah, this is getting down to your core, Ashley. Yeah, let's go with like buffalo chicken. Ooh. That's a really good one. Spicy. Yeah. Ooh, hot and spicy, but also like 
feeling and you know healthy-ish yeah sure yeah, yeah. what For is sure. one thing that you own that you really should throw out oh probably some dead plants <laughs> <laughs> some? Some? more than one well, I try to take care of them, but it doesn't always work. Oh, no. It's, they just die on you anyway. <laughs> and they're drowning in water still, probably. <laughs> I know. I keep I keep giving them water, hoping they'll come back to life, but it's, it's not really working. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You actually sound like you might be my soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you're going to be there too, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> okay, last question. Exercise. Is it worth it? Oh, to eat the goods? Yeah, for sure. How, how often is it worth it? How often is it worth it? Oh, let me see. Like, like two to three times a week. Okay. We'll go All with right. the so you're, so you're, you're, uh, you're part of the fit fam. Yeah. Well, no. No, we're no. gonna say you are. No, no. But I mean, at least yeah. you endeavor to be part of the fit fam. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Teresa, what is something that you like doing and you're good at? Oh, um. Repurposing furniture or like crafty type stuff. All right. Yeah. All right. yeah. So a nice, uh, nicely furnished home. Um, handy person. Yes, handy yes. as well. What would you sing at karaoke night? What would I sing yeah. at karaoke? Hmm. Oh goodness. Oh goodness. I don't, oh, there's a lot of ones that I would sing. Um. Who's your boots been under? Who's your boots been under? It's a good thing they show the lyrics. That's what I'm doing. That's what it sounds like when you do it, actually. So, yeah. But there you go. Shania fan up for singing anything, right? Yep. Absolutely. Three questions left here for to figure out who you really are, Teresa. What is the best sandwich? Oh, man. Um, probably um, there's a crispy chicken sandwich down towards Kentville. And oh, my God, it was the best sandwich I've ever eaten in my life. Wow. Oh, okay. Wow. What a good choice. So she, we know where she might take you on the first date. <laughs> what is exactly. one thing that you own, Teresa, that you really should throw out? Oh, um, well, I have one pair of man's boxers that I love to wear to bed um, because they're just so comfortable. But yeah, I probably should throw them out, but I won't because they're just so comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least you're honest about it. You get full honesty from Teresa. I should throw it out, but I'm not gonna. Nope. (laughs) And last question, Teresa, exercise. Is it even worth it? Oh, I'm sure it's worth it. Like, do I do it? No. Okay. <laughs> Teresa. Good answer. <laughs> Dan, what's something that you like doing and you're good at? Oh, something I something that I like to do that I'm good at. I'm actually not half bad at karaoke. Well, well, well. Yeah. Well, that leads us to question number two. What would you sing at karaoke? Uh, so... I actually was in Cuba last week and I took on old time rock and roll and that was the talk of the resort for about two days. No way. Wow. <laughs> okay, so Dan's a two day resort topic. <laughs> Traveling man. Yeah. Uh, loves his uh, karaoke nights. What kind of sandwich do you like to eat? What's the best one? Oh, probably pulled pork. Pulled pork is the best sandwich. It is a good sandwich. And it's a good sandwich even if you make it yourself. Yes. Right? What is yep. one thing, Dan, that you own that you really should throw out? Probably some old t-shirts that I just want to keep hanging around on that uh, are, like, the logos are all crumpled up or falling <laughs> apart. Probably should be getting retired. <laughs> not good enough for even bed anymore maybe a good rag you never know when you need a good rag that sounds like every guy dan you have a whole (laughs) drawer full of probably 300 t-shirts but you only wear five of them yep (laughs) Yep. (laughs) dan exercise is it worth it is exercise worth it absolutely what's your exercise of choice uh visiting your husband in orange theory Oh! Oh. (laughs) Dan is very fit. Goes to the gym. 
has maybe a few too many t-shirts, but is a karaoke star that's the talk of any resort in Cuba. Morgan, what's something that you like doing and you're good at? Oh, well, honestly, I'd have to say driving. <laughs> really? <laughs> is this one of those, you know, all guys are like, I'm a great driver and I know how to use a traffic circle. Nope, it's one of those things where one day you decide the next day you're going to drive to London, Ontario for something, dude. Wow. Yeah, yes. okay. Yep. That's, that's like a three-day drive. Okay. Yep, back oh. by Sunday, left on Thursday. Wow, live to tell the tale. <laughs> that's it. So not necessarily a technically good driver, you're just good at being in a car for long periods of time. I just love driving. All right. Okay, okay. good to know. Uh, what would you sing at karaoke night? Feeling good, Michael Bublé. Wow. wow! I don't recognize that song. I, I, how does How's that song go? go? <laughs> oh, I couldn't even get going. You have to put it on. Okay, well, at least we know what you're listening to in the car on yeah. the way to London. And belting out for three days across Canada. I'm sure you can see me at a red light at the time, you know. Morgan, what is the best sandwich? Ooh. PB&J, classic. Can't go wrong. All right, classic guy. Easy yep. to please. Yes, definitely. Yep. Mm -hmm. What's one thing that you own, Morgan, that you really should throw out? Hmm. Michael Bublé CD? <laughs> well, it's already gone. If you have CDs, there's a problem. Jeez, um, I really don't know. I'd probably say a pair of pants I've had for over 10 years. They're full of holes, but for some reason, can't get rid of them. Can't beat that comfort. Last question for you, Morgan. Exercise, is it worth it? Oh, it totally is. <laughs> really? How, how worth it? How often, how often are you an exerciser? I'd say three days a week. You don't need to go completely hard, but you definitely have to stay active to keep everything yeah. moving and healthy. Text 902-425-1035. Write Melody Informant on socials or email melodyinformant at hotcountry1035.ca.